0: For your
1: air candy with K, and
0: the music never sleeps.
1: Get ready for your sugar high with coffee and candy, candy, candy. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Cisco Kennedy, JC in the studio. And we are gathering our things up. We have our checklists, we are packing up for the beach. JC, what do you think I'm talking about going to the beach? What are we doing? Listen,
3: let's get straight. Do not tell our audience that we're packing the car to go lay out a towel and hang out in the sun because that is not what you're talking about. You are talking about our debut performance, Hattie's Beach Club, Tiki Beach, Esquamaca Beach, Westerly, Rhode Island. I can't wait.
2: Yes. so every Sunday during the summer, they have a beach party. That's right. With, they, yeah. Like various electronic DJs from all over. And uh, we happen to be opening up on August 27th. Uh, what's the lineup you have it there in front of you?
3: The lineup includes local DJ Donnie D, who I understand is a veteran of Big Nights, Shrine, and many other locations. Yeah. We haven't had a chance to meet him, but we're looking forward to that. Our friend JM from New York is mm-hmm. going to be playing as well. Uh, us of course coffee and candy and we'll be opening up for Latin House DJ from Miami Gian Varela I'm very excited
2: hey how to do that
3: listen <laughs> it's going to be great bottom line is I, I hats off to Vinny Vibe for making this happen for us yes you know Vinny has been a great supporter of coffee and candy since we met and I was honored I know you were honored to, to be asked uh, to play at Tiki Beach it's a great opportunity. It's the first time for us playing there uh, and the first time playing in support of Gian Varela and many of the folks that, that Vinny puts on. So I'm excited. I can't wait.
2: Yeah. And lately, we've kind of been doing our own thing where you're at one venue, I'm at a, like another venue. So this is going to be the first time in a while where we are together at something outside of the local Providence City landscape that we're used to playing, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a new opportunity, new audiences that we'll hopefully be able to deliver the coffee and candy product to. I mean, after all, I think the folks that go to Tiki Beach on Sundays are diehard EDM fans. They're all about the music. And many of those folks don't know who we are. And we're going to deliver what we have to offer. I'm really excited. And I got I to gotta let you know, you know, you diss me on all these outdoor activities, <laughs> block parties, And You name it. You know, you're always too busy. You you finally fit me into your schedule at the tail end of the summer, Armando.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And the nice thing about this is there is an actual stage with sound. The equipment is already there. LED lights. Yes. So this is going to be a full-blown production. If you're in the area and this sounds like something that you want to come and see, um, I will post a link on our Instagram where you can purchase some tickets. We also have VIP Cabanas that are available. If you wanna support, that will be on the link as well.
3: Listen, tickets are available. I think they're $20. I think they can be bought on Eventbrite. So go ahead and post that up. But for folks that wanna book the VIP Cabanas, they can call 401-236-7338. I highly recommend it. You know, as well as I do, that a lot of times we go to shows, we get the VIP booth, we get the cabana. It's just great. You have your own space. You don't have to worry about getting stepped on. You can invite your friends. You have um, bottle service, weight service, food. It's great.
2: Yeah. And I had said that we are packing for the beach, but what I meant by that is we are prepping for our beach set.
3: Without a doubt. We, we want to make a great impression. Yeah. On, on the fans, on our colleagues, on the folks that run Tiki Beach, and a lot of work is going into this, because let's face it, it's going to be kind of like a normal EDM event, a minis festival, number of DJs, everyone's going to have a set time, so it's going to be a limited amount of time uh, to play, and in order to have an impactful set, as you know, it's not about the random selection in EDM world, it's got to be p- planned, prepared, and well thought out in advance.
2: Yeah, So can we talk a little bit about, not that we're going to go too much into detail, because we're going to save that for the actual show itself. Yeah. But can we talk a little bit about the process that you personally go through when you are getting ready for something like this? Because I know it's very different from mine. And I just want to see if maybe other people out there have the same process as JC.
3: Listen. Let me just comment on your process. You're creatively, uh, you have a creative process, right? You're all about feeling the songs, what feels right. The songs find you, la-di-da-di-da. You can edit this out if you don't like it. <laughs> I'm more methodical. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through all 5,000 songs in my music library. It's going to take me five, six, seven, eight hours. And I'm going to pick out what I believe to be the best 200 And then I'm gonna spend another few hours and I'm gonna whittle it down to 100. Then I'm gonna put those 100 tracks and mix and key and see how they all fit together from, you know, key, tempo, energy level, what have you. And then from that, I'm hoping that we'll carve out the best 60 and we will create custom one minute short edits and we will build a a 60 minute set. Sweet, sweet. And and I, and that, that, 60 Minutes of Music, those Mm -hmm. 60 songs, will be a journey of highs and lows, builds and drops, commercial tracks, sing-along moments, and also some unrecognizable IDs. And intertwined within there will be some Coffee and Candy original remixes, Coffee and Candy original tracks.
2: Yes, yes, because we've been putting a lot of work into our own stuff, and we definitely want to obviously push that, our remix work, our original work um, I don't know what I like more sometimes I'm like more into our remix stuff and then other times I really like the original stuff
3: listen it's all great it all has its time to shine it all has its right moment but this is what I personally feel that the open format DJs don't understand about EDM music You cannot show up to an EDM crowd with thousands of tracks and then figure it out when you get there. You're not going to impress the audience. You're not going to leave a lasting impression. And This is why so much early planning and thought goes into
2: it in advance. I agree. It's not that I don't agree, I agree, I just wish I had the opportunity to, to take the time that we use to prep for a set like this with all my events. It, it doesn't always happen that way because I have so many events.
3: Yeah, well, listen, here's the thing. If you were an A-level touring DJ, as Armin Van Buren said in a recent interview, you would have that set and you would simply recycle it over and over again week after week after week at your you know Ibiza residency or in your European tour and you might change the ordering of the tracks or maybe make a couple of different edits along the way on the plane and the hotel to sort of uh, entertain yourself to change it up but because of your we'll just call it your basic career as an events DJ you're you're uh, accommodating the customer The customer wants a certain format music. The event calls for a certain format music, certain styles, whether it's a wedding, a dance, a party, a corporate event. And because you're doing so many, such high volume, I don't think it's possible for you to put the the hours into the preparation. Additionally, by the time we get to Tiki Beach, we're going to have 40 or 50 hours of prep into a one hour set.
2: Isn't that incredible right there? No, not at all.
3: Not at all. Because I once heard, I was at Ultra once and Damien, the MC, was on and he was introducing Afrojack and he said that Afrojack spent six weeks, six weeks prepping his intro. How about that? It lasted two minutes. It had so many sound bites in it. It was unbelievable. But six weeks alone on that two minutes worth of music. And you as an artist should know that sometimes the greatest creations... I'm done overnight my uncle used to tell me when I was a kid Johnny Rome wasn't built in a day right (laughs) and I would laugh but let's face it these great sets are not built quickly and on the fly no way no how
2: you're right you're right I can't argue with that
3: hey (laughs) it took you a long time to get on the same platform with me but I'm so glad we finally reached the meeting of the minds yeah
2: (laughs) I'm a little stubborn you know (laughs) half Italian half Portuguese (laughs) so I'm real stubborn Listen, but I come around, Listen, I come around. <laughs> it just, it takes a little bit.
3: You are the talent behind the operation. <laughs> Thank but, you. But let's say this, I was thinking about this. I want to talk openly about this. I've heard a number of other DJs and producers that I've encountered on this journey talk about this concept of finding your sound. And I'm starting to think more about that because now that I'm learning more about the software and though I might be influencing the product Uh, conceptually more than I'm technically designing the sounds, I'm starting to think about what this means to us because as electronic DJs and producers, we have a lot of different sounds and there's not always consistency. Sometimes we'll put together a track that sounds very commercial. Sometimes we'll do a flip of an 80s or a 90s song using sampling other times we're doing melodic techno in-house like we just were in the studio. There's other occasions where you're putting together a future rave sound. And maybe that is coffee and candy sound. A, a sort of a collage of all the individual electronic music sub-genres. I'm not sure, but I don't think we have found a consistent sound where someone's going to hear it and say, oh, that's... Uh, that's Coffee and Candy. Like someone might hear the Future Rave and think, oh, that's David Getter and Morton. We, 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 we're we not at that point. I don't know if we will get to that point. I don't know if we need to. I don't know if we want to. I like the flexibility of being able to do different things. Like that melodic techno sound we were just working on. Obviously, we're not going to play it for the audience. It's, it's a work in progress. But I love that. Just like I loved downtown and in the club just Mm -hmm. as much as i loved the flip on physical and the next to me i think what i enjoy about this is being able to dip my foot in so many different pools i.e sub genres of electronic music and then piece it all together sure it's great when i go to a, a show and i see tiesto and he plays his classics and his new stuff but for the most part it's all his sound and then when he's done another dj comes on and plays their sound I like the idea that we're young enough in this process that we're able to experiment with so many different sounds and put them together. And maybe at the end of the day, that becomes what Coffee and Candy is, a, a, a collage of multiple sounds. I don't know. What do you think about all that?
2: Yeah, I, I think that there is a few sides to Coffee and Candy. There's... Coffee and Candy as DJs, there's Coffee and Candy as remixers, there's Coffee and Candy as an artist, an artist, a, a band, we are a DJ duo, but for more of a mainstream term, right? An artist band, Coffee and Candy, who's that? So if someone was to say, oh, they're an electronic DJ duo, So, okay, right there tells you, like, the music format is electronic for the genre. They are DJs, and there's two of them. Um, Now, whether we get known more for our DJing, they play amazing sets. Oh, they play all their own songs. They play instruments on stage. Oh, no, they don't play instruments on stage. They DJ, and they play all the various commercial songs that are out there but the stuff that they play, that stuff just sounds so different than other DJs. And that goes down to what you're doing now, going through all your songs, finding and picking, you know, certain selective ones that will go good together for this particular set. At the Tiki Beach, we might have an event somewhere that is inside at a different venue. And we're going to look at our music library in a whole nother way now same songs but we're gonna pick out different songs for a different set for a different moment to perform
3: right yeah that's a good point that's a good point and when I think about our DJing style all the music is electronic but many sub-genres tech house a lot of tech straight house sometimes afro house latin house is making a move Future uh, rave, it, it just yep. goes on and on. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like we have a sound that's consistent or committed. That's the word to any particular subgenre. It it really seems to me like we put our arms around many subgenres, but under the larger electronic umbrella. Does that make good sense?
2: Yeah, I've from from an artist standpoint, Coffee and Candy as an artist. I've been leaning more towards The melodic house Melodic techno sounds That and With a lot of our like original songs Like Memoria Or Well I say that's original Because I made the production original Sure The vocals obviously From Nirvana Of course But the beat Is an original And it's in like a melodic house techno format Um, Piece of me is a complete original same thing and there's a few other songs recently been coming out that have certain sounds in there that are that melodic style um so i think that if so far to gauge like there's a percent of what sub-genre coffee and candy is i say it would be melodic house
3: We also made some tech house sounds. We've made some commercial sounds. Yeah, the club. Yeah We did some flips on 80s and 90s tracks
2: downtown body Those three were all made in the same season Um, and that was all tech house and that was at a time where I Didn't know how to make tech house and I wanted to challenge myself and learn how to make tech house because 2021 2022 and 2023 tech house has really become a mainstream electronic genre um so i said i have to figure this out i have to learn it i have to understand it and we did and i i can make 10 more tracks if i needed to but i'm someone that likes to kind of know how to do everything if there's something i hear and like when we went to go see cascade In Boston. Was it at the Grand? Yes. And I think it was last spring. Great show. Um, When I left there for the next two weeks, I could not get his set out of my head. It just kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And I sat in the studio every day learning and trying to figure out how to mimic and make a production like what I heard. It took me probably about almost three months but I figured it out.
3: This is my point. Because of the way your mind works, this creative side of you, Coffee and Candy doesn't have a consistent sound because just like we're bouncing around with the track selection in the live sets, Mm. we're also bouncing around with different sounds in the studio. I mean, talk about some of the things we did today. The melodic house techno we were just chatting about you had a drum and bass track going from, with an old hip hop vocal. Yep. Um, we just remixed J.M.'s On and On, totally commercial, radio sound. Yeah. So you you see my point. So, is Coffee and Candy going to be this level of diversity, or is this part of our journey as we try to find what others would characterize as your sound? I don't know. That's why. It's kind of like an open discussion. I've been thinking about it. I know it's like theoretical, philosophical. It's not these ideas that are in my mind and not quite concrete. I'm sort of stepping out of the coffee and candy skin, looking at what we're doing and just wondering if this is part of the process, if this is who we are, or if we're on a journey to so-called find our sound.
2: Well... Let me ask you this. From a fan perspective, I'm going to throw a, like up a big name here. When I say the word the Chainsmokers, do you think of them as artists, DJs, or remixers?
3: Well, they wear all three hats, obviously.
2: They do. They started off, I believe, I hope I'm right with this. I think they started off as remixers coming up, DJing. And then once they were able to get signed to a deal, they then became artist right and then they didn't really remix as much because now they will focus on their original songs as an artist
3: when i think about the chain smokers it's interesting that you pick that as an as an example i can't say that i believe that chain smokers have a sound how about that okay if you said David Guetta, he currently has a future rave sound and it yeah. weaves its way amongst all of his productions that are coming out. If you mention Tiesto, he has a sound. He has a certain, you know, pack of sounds that he uses and recycles and changes and adds processing to, and you can hear it. If you said Afrojack has a sound, Hardwell has a sound, Pickle has a sound. These are people with distinct sounds uh, who else has a sound um, rhyme dust What's brain fart and, and gold
2: yeah, yeah we're gonna edit this part out No,
3: but, <laughs> but who am I thinking of
2: I don't even fucking know who,
3: who sings this. <laughs> Dom Dollar Dom so many... <laughs> <laughs> Dollar like has a it. sound
2: you got it congratulations <laughs> to you
3: but he has a sound you see yes he has a sound
2: yeah he does. But that's with being consistent with taking a sound and then maximizing the potential out of that sound with like six to 12 records. Right. Just exhausting every possibility with that sound.
3: Maybe, maybe artists develop a sound. Um, not all, but some. And they only maintain that particular sound, perhaps for an album. Maybe two, maybe Mm -hmm. three. Yep. And then as they go further on in their journey, maybe they discover a new sound and that becomes sort of the birth child of multiple tracks in that family. Maybe it goes down like that for some folks.
2: Yeah, Um, I think all those big names, like David Guetta said he invented the Future Rave because he was so bored with playing just what we will call dance music just so many years I mean he's been in this game for almost like 30 years doing this and he has said in an interview I got so sick of, of playing the same stuff every night <laughs> boom 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 right <laughs> and <laughs> that's that's me doing uh, house music Techno music, Bootsing cats
3: Are you gonna edit that out too? <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna
2: keep it. Um, but the the point is, he's he wanted to create something that was new, new, something that was a little dark, but that could be mainstream, and that's exactly what he did with the future rave. It's like a combination of trance. And um house music combined, and that's that's what I call future rave. And he's he's perfected it. You know, like the best thing that happened to him was COVID, because if COVID never happened, I don't think he would have ever had the time to invent future rave.
3: I like the future rave sound, but it's all starting to sound alike. What is the future rave sounds?
2: Well, of course it sounded like. That's what identifies it and categorizes it as Future Rave.
3: But I think that the artists that are producing the songs, the individual songs, don't have a certain level of sort of uniqueness to differentiate them one from the other. Well, and, and perhaps that's why they're taking the Future Rave sound and making flips of other tracks that people know so well.
2: Yeah. Well, to keep it interesting. Once there's a new sub genre that comes out, all the commercial songs, you know, all the top 100 hits from all the past two or three decades, they all get remixed in that new trendy sub-genre. Like, at the turn of the century, you know, it was techno, and then all the songs were getting redone in techno remixes, right? Um, and then when 2010 came and the whole dubstep scene happened, the same, you know, top one hundred songs from all the genres. We're getting now remixed in the dubstep version, and then um, like the Moonbaton style came out, and everything's getting flipped in the Moonbaton. Then we have uh, like the Afro beat, Afro house. Everything's getting flipped in that subgenre. Melodic techno, melodic house, and you know, in hip hop, you've got trap, and there's all these subgenres. Once there's a new sound that gets sort of trendy. Now you take all your top hits and now you have them remixed in that sub genre. Sure. That's that's what everyone does. Because even on DJ City, most of it was coming out. They're just remixes of all the last 20 years of songs, but they're all in like the latest sounds and styles. Uh, that are in today and in a couple of years they're gonna be out and something else will be in And the same top 100 songs like Justin Timberlake's Sexy Back and um, Mattinelli Furtado um, Promiscuous Girl and and all those songs they're gonna get remade and remixed again with a new style and a new sound
3: I see that for sure right? yeah, I see that for sure well there are certain songs that just become classics and you know, withstand the test of
2: time. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that uh, there is no one defined subgenre that identifies that's coffee and candy sound. Um, but maybe that is a good thing because that will spread us a little bit here and a little bit there. And the more that we spread ourselves out, the more chances that something will take off. Um, and then hopefully we'll catapult coffee and candy. To uh, retail value here.
3: Listen if that (laughs) happens Perhaps the song That becomes responsible For that occurrence Will then begin to lay the groundwork Of defining the sound
2: Yeah and that could be a gift And a curse because now Once your audience Kind of likes something And then you come up with something different They're like hey what, what the fuck is this Why It sounds so different from your last song that we all know and love as as your, you know, hit record. And now everyone just wants more of those. And that's why labels have songwriting teams, why artists are out on tour. There's a whole group of people that are continuing to try to make their next record and their next record and their next record uh, because they have to now keep that similar sound going. Do it again, do it again, do it again. And the artists, I don't got I don't time to be in the studio. I, I'm... I, You just put me on an 18-week tour. Okay, cool. we will find people to make your songs for you. Don't worry about it. That's real shit that happens every day. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. (laughs) Anyway, so Tiki Beach is coming up August 27th, the last Sunday of this month. Uh, Where is that fly? You can get the rundown again. You're a little better at that than I am.
3: No problem. So... First and foremost, for those that have never been to Patty's Beach Club, Tiki Beach is the Sunday dance party there. It's located at 159 Atlantic Avenue, Westerly, Rhode Island. If individuals are interested in buying tickets, I know you're going to put up a link. They can buy tickets in advance for $20. The lineup for our event is DJ Donnie D, who's local, part of the Big Nights family, JM from New York, us, Coffee and Candy, all of us in support of Gian Varela. Latin House DJ from Miami. I'm super excited. Individuals that want to book VIP Cabanas, which we strongly encourage, can call 401-236-7338. I know Coffee and Candy is going to have its cabana, maybe even multiple. I'm inviting all my friends, all my colleagues, all my close family members, who I know are fans of Coffee and Candy. I know you're going to do the same. I'm super pumped. Great way to end the summer for us.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And, And note that I say us. Because the following weekend, I'll be ending my summer at Electric Zoo in New York City, (laughs) where I'll get to see some of the world's top DJs. Closing out my personal festival season until March rolls around, and I will see you in Miami at Ultra, or I'm breaking up with you, Armando.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow, huh? (laughs) Well, Coffee and Candy's gonna be at Electric Zoo, JC representing, and we will both, we will both be at ultra miami 2024 in march Woohoo! but um yeah so the link for the cabanas in the tickets i'm going to put on our instagram bio it's going to be a link tree to scroll down you should be able to see it and uh let's get to today's mix let's do it
0: it doesn't hurt me
1: we Rich not taking shit from me, but notes. Wanna be me, so she do my emotes and my name in her mouth, so I bet she gon' choke. Tell her, man, I'm the girl of his dreams. Just think about me when he brushing his teeth. He keep texting, I leave him on scene. Hottest bitch out, and they know what I mean. What I mean. Like, ah, uh, keep it a stack. Put move on, cause they know I got bands. They be trying, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit on my gram. If he's smart, he gon' act like a fan. Think you bigger, they got your head gas. Bitches slow, so I give him my pass. Like, ah. Uh, the stack but just move on cause they know i got bands they be trying i don't give a damn and i'm still getting money i know who i am trying to be low he gonna on my gram if he's not he, he gonna act like a fan kick you bigger they got your head back.
0: like a banker. Nowadays I be making them famous. She the princess the so fuck who you us is. Of course I be pushing they buttons. I, I hold the control like the gamers. Like that, keep it a stack. Bitches ass if we in the crack. Bad little redhead, she rock the black. We come out, it's a movie, but we don't do back. Life from London, straight from the palace. Manda Magallis, I text us like Dallas. Keep it a bean, yo. We talk nice cause a pussy game, me how? Like that, keep it a stack. They just move out cause they I get him a pass. Like, God, keep it a stack. Bitches move rock, cause they know I got beans. If he chatting, I don't give a damn. And I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit up my gram. If he smart, he gon' act like a fan. Thinking you bigger, they got your head gas. Bitches slow, so I get him a pass.